On today's episode of Web3 Made Easy, we covered a lot around the recent market changes with the Fed meeting today, the CPI print, and other key things that play into market dynamics. Magic Eden rolled out a reward system. There was some discussion around that and where and how it could drive some volume and upcoming changes to the NFT landscape when it comes to a trading and volume perspective from active participants. In addition to this, there was some royalty discussion. Of course, with increased trading leads to the royalty discussion from an enforcement, non-enforcement, how does it get solved? How does it get resolved? And everything in between. We ended today's show discussing a little bit about shorting and longing NFTs, the various projects that are trying to implement this and make it go live, as well as what faults could potentially be in place for this. If you want to tune into the episodes live 8 a.m. Monday to Friday at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter or 5 p.m. Monday to Thursday, also at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter. And shout out to title sponsor Hello Moon, giving us all the sweet analytics around the Solana ecosystem. Completely free tool set to use at hellomoon.io. But let's get into the episode. What is going on, Web3 ecosystem? We are back again for another episode of Web3 Made Easy, breaking down the markets, taking a look at what we're buying, what we're selling, where we're making money, where we're losing money, and everything in between. As always, if you're new here, please request to speak. We love new speakers, love hot takes, love additional opinions on whatever it is we're diving into on this fine Wednesday afternoon. The market's alive. That's for damn sure. We're sitting at right about 156 salami volume. Basically break even from this morning. Nothing too crazy shaping up today. Not a ton of price action across the board. Looked like we did have some relatively flat reports from the CPI metrics. And uh, nothing, nothing too crazy, you know? Can't be too upset about that in a less volatile ecosystem at the moment. Solana's still looking good, still looking pretty at $14.34. Up from yesterday, we got ETH down to $13.11, selling off a little bit with the 50 BPS hikes. That was kind of expected. Bitcoin's still just under 18 k And shout out to title sponsor of all of our content, hellomoon.io, giving us the free analytics around the market, free SPL transfers on swaps and everything else. So if you're not diving into scrap just yet, despite having pilots list, you know where to go to get it. Let's take a look at the market. DGOD's up about just under 1% to 354. SharkyFi's sitting pretty at 1028. Ute's down to 229.99. SMB's up 2% to 238. Tile Oil pushed off of 25, back to 245. Other than that, man, it's still relatively flat. We still got Jelly Rascals at 67. OK Bears down to 54. Oak Paradise and the Gambling Meta getting some legs again, 11.2 as the World Cup continues to trend. Degen Fat Cats at 34. Soul Gods up to 14.9. Transdimensional Foxes down to 17. And Cats on Crack at 24. So a lot of uh, just kind of range bound movement here, which is pleasantly surprising with Soul up, up almost a full dollar. On the Ethereum side of things, we got Valhalla, which had sold all the way down to 1.2 on the announcement of their armory and the reroll functionality. Under 1K volume on the ETH side of things, but sitting at a 1.49 ETH floor. The tokens to reroll are at 0.08 ETH. So there's still an opportunity to buy some of them, try to pull an additional rare. We got Mutant Hounds minting today, launched today, sitting at just over half an ETH, 0.56 floor, dipped as low as 0.4. So a little, little swing action there. Low Cammy's down to 0.07, despite the almost two ETH in value of a sale today on a singular one. And shout out Bunny, sending me what could be an X-Copy Banksy collab. A fucked piece by Last Call Editions. So I did grab one of those. Somebody promptly responded to the space and said, I see you might have just bought generational wealth for $17. So hey, NFT WAP. I'm hoping, man. If you're listening in, I'm hoping I just got generational wealth for $17. But we've seen how this plays out. 
Usually it's not Banksy. So that's kind of the boat that we're in. We'll see how it pans out today. I did also mint the Sean Watherspoon Mintage Pass today. So I've spent a little bit of cash. That ran me like a pretty little half ETH on a 1500 supply. I'm hoping we get a little short supply squeeze. Give me some admit one action. I doubt it'll happen. We do also have 90s kids dropping by fuck render. And uh, that's a 10K in about 18 hours at 0.05 ETH. I'm a skateboard junkie myself, so I like all the, the imagery that we have. Reminds me of Cuphead, the art style. But we got to get in some action. We got Magic Eden launching their reward system. The beta access went out. I got access. I'm sitting pretty at tier three. I didn't spend enough. I even had Jack, the CEO, have been fudding me, saying I thought that this would be higher. He expected more. So, hey, kudos to him. I got to link some more wallets. Got to show up and show out because guess I'm not doing enough. Haven't seen a level four yet, so I'm waiting on it. I know someone out there has got one. We'll see what happens with it. But let's get into the action. Bunny, Frisk, how we doing? You sound so far away. You're definitely not plugged in. I don't think you can hear us. No, nah, I'm plugged in, man. Oh, I don't know back. what you're talking the boy's about. Back. There we go. Okay. okay. There you okay. go. Yeah. I've been plugged in this whole time, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Okay, kid. How, how you I'm doing, buddy? The, How's I'm, hoping the, I'm hoping the Mutant Hounds can hold. I, I think the BAYC gets minted on Friday, uh, so I'm hoping the price holds. What are these? Is it a derivative? Yeah, basically, it's a part of like the Mutant Cartel collection, which, which has been around for a little bit, so there's like... A little more stability or like it's a little bit more safe than a regular derivative because they, they have been in the community for over a year. Um, but it is a high min price. It's like 0.25. So. I mean, it's still a 2x, a little over a 2x. So oh, there's yeah. certainly some opportunity. Fresk, what's going on? Floor. You might as well, bro. But you might as well be the first one to attack the floor once you do get to mint it. Fresk, what's going on? Bunny's pissing me off. I think he's lagging really hard. It's really fucking funny to witness. Oh, um, I'm doing good. <laughs> if he's doing it on purpose, I'm fucking dead. It wouldn't even surprise me. Um, I'm doing good. Uh, the Magic Eden beta test was interesting. I, I, I think that this is something more uh, marketplaces are going to have to shift towards is like reward system to like incentivize people to be on their platform. Um, and also like obviously the decrease in fees eventually once we get royalties back, but like 2.5, 2%, that's just not sustainable for the long term. And like, I think they know that, know that, and they're just going to like start lowering it over time. Um, other than that though, it's been cool. This people fractionalization thing that HG loves to keep doing is hilarious. You feel like he's just going to end up wormholing over the whole fucking, like, ETH ecosystem over to Solana, which is amazing. Um, that was... I, I don't think I'm going to be buying any. I'm not super, super interested, but if he wormholes over more, maybe. I like the Punks idea. I don't really see it with this one other than just, like, speculation trading. Uh, we had DJ News reveal. That was pretty much what you'd expect. Um, no no further comments. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, and there was a free mint on ETH today, and I apparently had whitelists for it. And I'm so upset because it went up to point two. And what Fucking, what's the name? I don't was even it know. the Fates? Fates, yes. Yeah. Yes. And so I have my friend trying to like talk to the CM right now to see if they can like slide us in or something. But fuck, man. Keep missing all these opportunities. Um, but yeah, there's, there's money to be made. There really is. Uh, like all around, which is really dope. Uh, other than that, nothing too crazy. Like you said, it's kind of a quiet day even with like the reports going on. But it's still nice to see that people are lively and showing up. Oh, bro, always. I definitely want to dive into this Magic Eden situation with the rewards points. I'm worried on some aspect of it because without royalties, couldn't people just theoretically watch trade themselves to the top? I, I guess. Like, that's, I guess, I didn't even think about that. Like, they just be watch trading themselves and then, like, they get the lower fees. If I but list a bunch of shit for 100 soul and just sell it to myself, of like, if I just go in and take, say, a Liberty Square and list a common for 100 soul and then buy it myself with no royalties. I mean, the thing is, we saw him with Blur too, and I think the Blur ended up with the reason or the airdrop that just happened. Like, they ended up blacklisting a bunch of people who were wash trading. Um, I'd be surprised if Magic Eden doesn't implement something similar. But the thing with that is, I know also there was a good handful of traders who got blacklisted that actually weren't wash trading. Like, they they were trading legitimately. 
I'm, I'm curious to see how much Keaton's approach is to it, especially on Solana. Like, there is no gas fees to, like, really even hinder that anymore. But I would, I, I think, I like the reward system idea. I just think it's dependent on how it's going to pan out. My question is the characters that we're seeing, like, these adorable little Pokemon Togepi-esque type of characters that have, like, the derpy little faces. I, I, I fuck with them. I think they're cute. I want to see what they kind of play into with it all. Dude, 100%. It's, uh, it's, it's fun. I'm curious what the prizes are going to be. I was excited to see that I do have a little bit of volume on that main wallet right around 1,000 soul. Uh, I got like 65x the points that Frisk got, so get your bag up, kid. Gotta, gotta step up to the plate. Start swinging at some shit. Uh, kudos to me hosting raffles, because that's where all that volume's coming from. But hey, to each their own. Manny, what's going on? Dude, shout out to title sponsor Hello Moon, who's probably going to partner with Magic Eden to... Uh filter out all of this wash trading great so yeah, i'm gonna have to ask the boys gonna... to uh whitelist my wallet off that wash trade index yeah dude holler at your boy walker and be like yo dude the uh, maybe don't include this one but um yeah it's pretty easy to filter out right like because if you just see a lot of transactions going back and forth from a certain wallet and they're not getting a net gain in soul or just kind of doing it to do volume like i think it's pretty easy to spot out and you the rewards wouldn't be worth all of the work that you're trying to do right so like if you're trying to max out this like what what do you think they'll give you like a 25 soul nft or something every month if you're trading like 7500 in volume so it's one of those things that i don't know we'll see what happens i'm excited that they're doing something just because it's like the whole DraftKings um betting platforms them incentivizing you to use that one so i'm excited about it yeah, I think that there's a lot more opportunity there, to be honest. So I'm kind of eager to see like what happens with it. I think it's a good way to incentivize volume. Um, once the fees actually come back, it's also going to be nice once you have that discounted fee. So I'm, I'm eager to just see something net new in the space. With the Coral Cube AMM, you actually have those fees baked in and hard-coded. If you actually notice when you buy something off the floor of a popular collection that gets volume, those are already present. So like that's already underway. And I think we may end up just seeing more of that, where the fee itself is basically non-existent and that's that's the one thing that i keep thinking about is like as marketplaces continue to compete here the big thing to notice is like the ones with no fees are going to be the ones that end up getting market share because as traders we, we clearly are driving towards a royalty model or no royalty model and when you look at stuff i think like the average royalty paid right now is under one percent which is crazy so that's kind of like the big thing too. Um, we'll, we'll see where it shapes up. I'm definitely curious because there's just a lot of speculation at the moment. I am glad that they're trying something new though to continue to incentivize the volume. It is also good. Like we haven't dipped back under 100K in a while, knock on wood. But right now it's also just like, what's the next catalyst? You know what I mean? Like, is it Tile Pilots? But for the next two, three weeks, it's tough to say. We have HGE driving this volume. He bridged over a wormhole over the Beeple piece. So that's one piece that I think is at like a 14 ETH floor. Uh, on OpenSea, and they've actually opened up the opportunity for royalties to go back to him, 10% of every sale. So they've said if he responds to it with a Solana wallet, they'll be sending those and configuring it as such. The thing though is with the punks, like Frisk, Frisk mentioned, there's a game theory to the punks. There isn't much game theory to the Beeple piece, aside from just there's a thousand pieces of it now on Solana. So there's a lot of stuff kind of still moving here. But I guess other than that, man, like, what's going on? You know, like I'm looking at ETH right now, even looking at trending, Valhalla's trending down and the reserve tokens are trending up. So like, People just want to re-roll. Damn, these reserve tokens may be a play. Um, I'm really curious. I got to dive into these because there's an opportunity for like the gambling meta and the burn to kind of play into that. And that's a tougher piece here is like, we got to see what that shapes up for. And a lot of people, somebody pulled like a demon version of the chainsaw today, which is a trade we haven't quite seen yet on one of the demons. So that's something that alone, I think they just pumped their own floor on an asset a ton because we haven't seen that weapon yet. And I think that we're going to continue to see that kind of playing into it. So I think there is a lot of opportunity for some of these like rerolls. And everyone so far said it's been a really smooth experience. They give you three options, can actually play into that. And the floor price has positively reflected it. Usually post announcement, you get a dip. And this announcement seems to be holding right under that 1.5 ETH floor. Frisk, what do you got? 
I, I can't lie. Like, I, I love the idea for the like Valhalla tokens to reroll traits. Like, it reminds me a lot of like what Boots is doing on Solana, but it's its own like deflationary version. Like, that's something I'm very, very interested in. As much as I've been like shitting on Valhalla, like, it's a great idea. Um, I think that's there's some really cool mechanics over there. And I think K Money actually just tweeted about it how like he has an uncommon like hand trait and he can re he's going to try and re roll it for they give you options uh, to a rare trait, which I think is really cool. Even if you want to go for simple the aesthetics as well, like. I'm a big fan of, of that idea because especially when you're trying to build a quote-unquote brand, you want to find something that's really synonymous. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've found an NFT where I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, it looks perfect. But there's just one trait that I just don't like about it. I find that a lot with SMBs. That's the one I always have issues with. But I think that there's still something really, really cool to, like, take in in regards to how it goes over there. With, with it, like, And it, obviously, we see that downtrend right now because I think people are trying to gamify a little bit more with the trading of the reserves. But this also provides inherent value to Valhalla itself because it's like, okay, I can hold some of these traits and still get some interesting stuff to it as well. And I also, I would be curious to see if they added in any like gender swapping uh, of the sort or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I, I see that a bit of a pullback right now with Valhalla and KPR as well too, who actually KPR also had an announcement today. Um, yeah, and they sold off a little bit. I floored mine. Yeah, nice. Uh, I forget what it was, but I think, oh yes. So they worked with OpenSea and Saigar. Saigar is the lead dev for Azuki um, to create enforced royalties on their collection across ETH. I don't know if that's bullish, bearish, either or. I'm not too huge on it, but I think it's a good thing. Um, but yeah, they've been announcing this phase two that's been kind of impending. So I'm kind of curious to see how that goes. But for the most part, um, it seems like they're kind of rolling out these announcements, these projects, and they're not trying to like rely just off the art, which is, I like to see it a lot. Bro, they're trying stuff. People are actively swinging right now and trying to continue to maintain that hype. What is even more interesting right now, I'm looking at uh, our good old friend, Hello Moon, the NFT ecosystem analysis. We actually dive into it right now. Daily mints are still trending down. And Marketplace volume today is the second highest it's been all month. It's the second highest it's been for all of December and second highest it's been over the last 30 days behind November 19th and yesterday. So right, even right now, like we're still getting some decent traction despite like total number of mints going down. And then the other thing that I keep looking at is the average price of an NFT on Seoul is still trending up. So like those are the two things that I keep looking at is like floor prices are still rising. And I know Running Man said it a few times now. It's almost like floors are calibrating to like fair value. And I almost thought that with the Solana pump, we would see a little bit more selling pressure and we just haven't, you know? So that's the thing that I keep kind of like wanting to understand here is when and what are we actually going to get? Like, I don't know if it's more legs or if people end up driving price up or if it's just announcements from these existing projects that are maintaining this hype. So that's something I keep an eye on is like, Who's also sandbagging announcements going into the new year? Who's been backholding with like announcements and project like utility? I hate the word and roadmaps uh, until royalties are result because they almost don't want to drive volume without catching a piece of that pie. I guess Finn, my guy, how's it been? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Can you hear me okay? I can. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm in the car. Uh, I, I I heard you talking about the Valhalla Armory token, and I wanted to chime in on something important, which I think a lot of people haven't seen. Um, there's a forty-five thousand uh, token supply. Uh, this is only the first airdrop of, I think they said three. So like it could be the play, um, but keeping in mind that, yeah, supply is going to go up quite significantly. I think so far only about 17,000 of them have been, uh, airdropped. Yeah. So taking a look right now, there is a total of 15,845 K and I believe it's two of the five airdrops have happened. So I think there's three more. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. I think I saw the same. So it's, I don't know. I was thinking the same thing. I bought one yesterday, like an extra one in case I didn't re-roll what I wanted, but I got lucky. I re-rolled uh, the trade I wanted. So I, I ended up just selling the other one for profit.
Man, I'm going to be honest. I like this reroll meta. It's just kind of cool. It's something that new that we haven't seen in the space before. And since it went off smoothly, that's like a bigger piece of this. It's like a smooth release of new tech is such a good sign. It's not going to shock me if we start to see more of this across projects. But the other nice thing is like the trait layering is still good. Something that's seriously undervalued when you look at like Hate Beasts and some of these other projects that have had horrible layering issues. The layering on Valhalla, even with a reroll, still looks good. So despite all the FUD we've thrown at it, despite this Twitch competitor stuff, they got something net new right now, and the price action is positively reflecting that. Chilled, what's going on? They're going to pass the winners. I wanted Valhalla to fail so bad, like, and I'm glad that y'all are like doing great things. Um, I just, I, I just wasn't bullish on Alex at all. Um, but what I came up here to ask, and maybe like Bunny, I don't know if Easy, if you got your your kennel club, but these mutant hound collars that um, started minting today for like oath. I don't even know what oath holders mean, but then tomorrow's Macy. And then Basie, um, and then Public Mint is the eighteenth. Um, like, what does anybody know what these are? Or um, I, I never mean, got my stupid kennel dog because you got front ran me saying that they would go to one, and then they pushed the announcement and they pumped like four x. So Yuga was listening. They're always listening, and they heard me saying that everything is going to sell more, and it didn't. Bunny was talking about this a little bit earlier. Seems like they're from I forget what the, the company or brand. It's, it's from, from Leo. It's from Leor Dotti. He's the founder of Mutant Cartel. Leor's the one who he just sold the he just paper handed that bunny ape with the blue beams for five hundred and forty ETH. He's the one that owns the uh, the mega <laughs> trippy. Yeah, he did paper it too. Uh, he owns the mega trippy um, mutant. So like I don't know he, the mutant cartel has been like a derivative for for over a year I believe, and this is like the mutant hounds version. But yeah, it's kind of just like a. It's kind of just a BAKC derivative. There's been like some speculation that like Yuga is going to be involved or acquire. And I, I don't know that that seems a little bit like I don't There's I no way in hell they would acquire. Yeah, they would just chance. launch their own. Yep. Mm -hmm. I was trying to be nice about it easy, but you're right. No, we're not going to be nice. No, we're going to be mean. They fired this off and I guess it's just a derivative. But Bunny, I do. Uh, chilled. Are you still here? Is the hand just up before I kick your ass? All right. See Perfect. you, Chilled. Bunny, I got to ask you, you messaged me before this about this fucked piece. Where did the speculation come from that it's Banksy times X copy? Oh, dude, I don't know. Someone DM me that. Uh, apparently on Christmas, we're going to find out uh, like who it is or what this thing does. On Christmas. So we got nine, 11 days, 10 days. Yep. And that's U.S. Christmas, not Canadian Christmas. I believe it's U.S. Christmas. I'll double check on that. Fuck. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I just bought another two. So if you're wrong, I'll just send you an invoice. And we'll we'll make amends there. So no worries. I'm now up to three. Either I just got generational wealth. It easy. It's Banksy. It's fucking Banksy, dude. I feel this uh, one. Yeah. Hey, this is only the third time Banksy's entered into the space this month. So we'll see. Hopefully, winners. What's going on? No, for the the fucked piece. Um, I also have heard in like the art like spectrum or the art that uh like me. I gotta buy these. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did did it it I, I, I wouldn't go as far as to say like uh, Banksy, but there there are um, some definite speculation opportunities um, for Christmas Day. Like it's an open edition right now, but um, I mean, with close to 11k minted, where you wouldn't be in the wrong. And I just uh, sent out a tweet, so like if you're listening and want to get in on this. Um, just go to the link that I posted. Um, but All right, winners, pumping the bags. You know, we didn't just see Atlas Trading Group face $100 million in fines for pumping bags. So let it fly. I'm now up to five because everyone up here continues to tell me it's Banksy. So I've now added four. And uh, if it's not generational... Easy, it's actually Banksy and X copy uh, is what I've heard. Yeah, it's both of them.
Okay. Clap. Yep. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Great. Two anonymous artists that are massive individuals, and if they just put their name on a piece, would fly. But it wouldn't shock me. I'm not. This is definitely not fucking Banksy, dude. We're fucked. Um, these are going to zero. There's ten thousand of them. I'm about to sweep them, dude. Yeah, the open edition. I hate open editions. Usually bearish. Bro, there's ten percent unique holder rate. That's maybe there's a sta- maybe some of them are staked. I haven't I haven't jumped <laughs> over to this one yet. Dude. Yeah, brother, definitely staked. Let's go with that. All right, so I got five. Fuck it, they're staked. <laughs> oh damn it! Chilled your back. My arch nemesis. Are you here? Yeah. Um- yeah, my bad. Uh, I have an Android. Apologies. Apologies. So yeah, the market has been very boring for the past two days for me personally. Last I had fun was when Liberty Square pumped. I I sold a Liberty for like sixteen point five, and then one hour later, brought the same squirrel back for thirteen point five. So that was a nice profit. But yeah, I do have a play that I just want to throw out there. Uh, after Teo's release, their betting platform Bet FOMO, Tom said that they haven't forgotten about Soul Stacks. So and they're also releasing up. P2P arcade, which will have ref share. So I'm just looking to play into that and you know sell into the hype of announcement. So that's a play I want to throw out there so that I can have my name on it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll slap your name on it. If you're wrong, we will sue you. Um that's basically all you're gonna no, 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 no. That's not no, no that's no, no, you've now it's recorded. You've been recorded, your name's on it, you will get sued. Um that's just how we roll here. Frisk, what's going on? Before I get to my point, I, I always love how you and Bunny are just so quick to ape into the, fir- the first thing you see and ask questions later. Make, Dude, make it's Banksy. And they're staked. <laughs> yeah, buy first, research second. That's that's typically the plan. They're staked Banksy's, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 11 ETH in volume. and it's staked, and it's staked That's because they don't know it's Banksy, dude. <laughs> this thing's going to be at 1,011 ETH in volume as soon as we find out the confirmation that it's Banksy XX copy. Oh, my God. It's the alpha before the alpha. Um, oh god, I sound like cool times now. The thing I was gonna say is, um, I don't, I'm one of the people who believe that royalties are a bit further away than we all speculate. That being said, between the Magic Kingdom Rewards program today, and there's two things that are coming up in the near future that have me interested to see what's going on with royalties is one is the nice list from Liberty Square, and second one is the Enigma from The Fracture, which I believe are two collections that are both gonna be experimenting with Magic Kingdom's OCP or Open Creator Protocol. And that tied in with what's going on today with the beta testing, it feels like we're making some sort of strides and transitions into that. Um, I don't know a lot of what's going to like pertain to that in the future, but it seems like there's like there's a lot going on. And I know there's been a lot of competitors between the two. I don't know if anyone has any thoughts or any alpha they can share about it, but considering we've been kind of like in, in the dirt with royalties for a while, this is interesting to see that like even Toys R Us launched with enforced royalties on Magic Eden. So... I'm very curious to see where this goes. I know that as I know the Liberty Square um, Mint is happening, I think, this week, if not Friday. Um, don't quote me on that. And I know the Fracture, I think it's a treasure hunt is what they're doing. It's going to be happening within the next week or so. And they're both going to be operating off of that Magic Eden thing. So I'm curious to see where it goes. I don't know if this, I, I, I'm very curious to see how that like kind of progresses forward. But I'm excited nonetheless, because it means that the closer we get back to getting royalties, I think the closer we get back to creators getting what they deserve. Oh, uh, for sure. I mean, I like the fact that you kind of bring up this I don't know if it's an emphasis, but there's potential that it's not as early as we think it's going to be. And I think that's something that we do have to kind of consider a lot more is that there's a lot of speculation the new year is going to hit and we're going to immediately see this resolution in royalties. And we don't really have like a concrete resolution yet. You know what I mean? So like until we get some form of that, it becomes a lot tougher for us to speculate. And there's so many like scattered systems at the moment where we don't know what's going on. 
Uh, we have the Open Creator Protocol. We have Metaplex's standard, which hasn't fully rolled out yet. And the Metaplex standard even provides an ability for you to like backtest or backdate it so that you can actually take existing collections and emphasize those royalties on it. I still have some concerns for a lot of it, though, because it's like, what happens when you have like these separated collections? Like We look at what Vandal's done, and they currently have a collection that's fragmented where some of them have enforced royalties and some don't. So even if you're buying some of them, they have enforced royalties and some other ones in the same exact collection do not. And that's like my biggest concern with it. So until we have an easy way to drive that change, I don't know how quickly it'll be onboarded and like accepted. You know what I mean? But Manny, what's going on? I was just going to say, I think this will kind of do force diamond handing, right? Because like people right now are jumping from collection to collection and just kind of three card montying like their funds between like whatever the hot collection is. So I think if there's an enforced royalty model, like people will be less inclined to take a 10% hit and we'll see AMMs kind of start to surge and tighten up the spreads. So I'm pretty interested to see what happens there about like inner rarity trading with AMMs because I feel like you can get some pretty decent rares and like make like an extra one or two soul in a low volume market. So I like that take because like uh, the tough part is that like at the same time, enforced royalties that we are going to see a window where projects try the seven to ten percent again, and I just think that their volume basically collapses. The projects that go five and under will see more liquidity and volume just because it is that closer to zero. And then the other thing is like the first marketplace that comes out and says we're not having marketplace fees or we're doing a half a percent or 0.1 percent. Those are the ones where a lot of people will see volume and especially spikes in it, which is going to cause action and change. Because like right now, a lot of people, even myself included, are used to trading without royalties, especially because like I'm not I'm not as much of a Discord dog anymore. Like I don't frequent Discords, so for me, I'm just looking at the bottom line. How quickly can I enter an exit off of volume? And even now, like I think Magic Eden's announcements have almost incentivized even less Discord stuff when you can get the same information right on the page at nearly the same time. So that's kind of like another key piece of it. And until those are enforced, I just think like you're going to continue to see this sub 1% of royalty enforcement until we get a resolution here. But Liberty, I'm curious to hear what you got on it. Oh, hey, Easy. Oh, hey, Bunny. Oh, hey, I'm not going to fucking do that. Uh, yeah, no, look, we, we are indeed uh, launching a free mint on Friday um, using Open Creator Protocol on Magic in the Launchpad for this exact reason to test out the technology, find what works, what doesn't work uh, without jeopardizing anything with our collections right i think that you're spot on uh, my opinion having had some of the conversations that i've had without revealing too much is we're further away than many people want us to be but i think we're a lot closer than people expect us to be uh, as an as an ecosystem i think that uh thankfully it seems like the timeline wars of the past 10 days have subsided and maybe there were some truces and, and some weapons laid down in some instances but i think that uh yeah i, I would be willing to bet that mid-January, end, end of January is when you're going to start seeing uh, when you'll see our collection migrate over to royalty enforcement. That's and are you going to like backdrive that royalty or is you going to drive it from like a, an easy way? Because I, I just worry about, we've talked about this, the fragmented collections is like yeah. my biggest concern. Yeah, I don't want to speak too much about it because A, I don't want to speak out of turn if what I believe to be true is incorrect and, and this is obviously a big deal so I don't, that's like one of those things you don't fuck with is you make sure the information is accurate. Um, if everything goes as, as we suspect, then we will most likely do a burn and remit um, for many reasons. But the most is because I think that we figured out a way that is frictionless for our holders and that we have the ability to have a non-fractured collection. And there are a lot of people involved in solving that in the past six days. And I'm very, very happy that those people exist in this ecosystem. And I think that's something that we often overlook is that um, there's sort of the three main players in Metaplex, Magic Eden, and Cardinal. All of them have highly, highly competent individuals. But outside of those three uh, companies, 
there are really smart fucking people in this ecosystem who want to see this work in a frictionless way. And it took uh, a unified effort to find a solution. And our collections will not be fragmented as far as I can tell right now, but we will be experimenting with that without our collections. That's what um, 13 Days is all about, is, is really going out there and just making sure that the technologies that we believe to work the way that we believe to work them work the way that we believe they work. That's a fucking riddle. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I wanted to offer. I do think it's really important, right? And I think that there's a lot of people with a lot of opinions about royalty enforcement and about burn and remand and about this and that. And I think that it's important that at the end of the day, um, I know people have their opinions about what Vandals did with Cardinal and Hyperspace. The Cardinal protocol is really great. It really is. They're, that's just the decision that that project made for their project at the time that they made it. And I think we should allow projects to do that right now and stand with them while we try to find the solution that works so long as it's not fucking up holders' assets. Completely agree. And I think we're going to see a lot of, like, I don't know if it's attempts, but a lot of different trial and error on a much of that. Like, where and what people take swings at to get that royalty enforcement going. Um, it'll. I'm, I'm excited to just see some iterations of it because that's the biggest thing. If we don't try, we're not going to find a solution. But we got about five minutes left here. I'm curious what people are excited for. I know Nittables on the near term is coming up. We got these mutant hounds. I'm not even looking at these shits. Uh, it's a derivative. Good luck, bunny. Floor the shit out of it when you get a chance. Other than that, though, man, we got Ether. We got Utopians. I'm curious what else other people are taking a look at here, especially from any market. But ZK, what's going on? Yeah, I was going to say, like, something I'm really uh, looking forward to is decals. Uh, like, you know, the option trading that y'all is building based on the uh, Haiti swap pools. That's like a new kind of de derivative. <laughs> Not that crypto needs any more derivatives, but that is a new derivative for NFTs. And uh, if they can make a liquid market for options based off floor prices and pools, I uh, think there's going to be a ton of liquidity. And like that, that is something worth doing some work on now before the product's out. I like the call on it because I think there is a lot of options on that. The other thing too is like you look at, I think it's Gigadex that's also launching an options market. There's a bunch of people trying it right now. Elixir also has a similar one. I think they're actually a competitor to Gigadex. And the two of them trying this like token fractionalization that's going to play into the options market is what I'm most interested to see. Because if that does gain traction, there's a lot more opportunity. But like, ZK, are you worried at all that someone could basically just nuke the floor and reap the rewards of like going short? Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest here. Like my real intention to doing work on it was understanding like how to make money here because uh, from my from the white paper they put out, it doesn't seem like they're doing any type of tokenized asset. Essentially, they're just going to be able to let you buy and sell calls and puts on NFT collection uh, price activity. So if that's the case, like I don't understand how you couldn't just buy a fuckload of out of the money calls and then just ape into the, the pool and then you profit on the call option and also the NFT value goes up. But that's what I mean. Like people are going to try to play around with these things and try to manipulate them. And there's going to be people that probably succeed and some most probably will fail. But if you actually could understand the dynamics and watch the trading, like there's definitely going to be money to be made and something uh, with y'all, you know, like they did, you know, love them or hate them. Most people probably hate them, but you have to respect the building. And like they built the zero place royalty and it, you know, everyone kind of sees where that happened. Um, but I'm just saying like, don't underestimate them building a product that could catch on. Yeah, I think so too. And it's also something that new. And I like the fact that you mentioned that it will be like driven through Hadeswap, which does have, it's not quite like floor offers, but you do have a buy wall initiated in there through a variety of pools that could basically limit how much of that, even if a whale comes in and takes a hundred NFTs and floors into it, there's still some structure on that. So I'm eager yeah, to see it kind of pan out. Yeah, the last thing they mentioned, I, I do probably think when they've opened it up, it will only be like one or two pools and most likely like ABC pool just because there's so many NFTs in there. It takes mm. a lot of Solana to move it, and there's so many whales that would kind of counteract that activity. But but yeah, super excited. 
No, exactly. I think that's a good way to kind of look at it as well. You, there is an option like this on the ETH side that has a, like a handful of blue chips, and I think they use it against pseudo swap. They have apes in there. They have doodles, punks, a couple others that are kind of in that as well. But I want to hit a couple of these hands here before we wrap. Ryder, what's going on? Hey, ZK, I can uh, I could speak to the floor protection a little bit uh, from GigaDAO side of things. I've spoken with it pretty extensively. Uh, don't know that much about decals, so I don't know what their uh, kind of implementation that's going to be in place to protect that is for people just nuking the floor uh, to liquidate people. Uh, but GigaDAO is going to require $50,000 of uh, open orders on an order book for a project in order for margin calls to be available. Um, and if it falls below, I think the threshold is twenty five dollars or $20,000. Uh, then it'll be shut off to prevent people from just, you know, forcefully liquidating others by dumping the floor. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a decent option for kind of managing it. That's good to hear that there is some way to protect against that so that it limits that. Because that's like obviously my big risk is that people just attack that floor and basically force their hand to get paid out on the on the short side. Frisk, what's going on? Yeah, as far as it goes, like with things that are upcoming, um, on, on the soul side, like Nittables definitely has the most of my attention. Uh, I, I've been pretty vocal about hating the walking meta, but I think these guys are interesting. They, I'm expecting them to mint probably in the next week or two. They dropped a thread, I think, today, outlining their entire process, like what their advisors are getting paid. Like it was a very a lot of transparency, which I thought was really interesting. Um, and I, I don't know what it could look for the long look for the long term, but the crystals trading at 40 soul right now is really interesting. Um, so that's definitely one on top of my list right now. The one on ETH that I guess in the near term is coming up, like besides Ether or or Memeland that I'm just keeping my eye out for, is Operation Sin. Um, it is a Lumiverse project. I know Manny and I both applied. There's been a lot of hype around that and there's been a lot of attention to it. But God, that was the worst application I've ever had to fill up for a whitelist. Holy fuck, that was terrible. Like, it's it's just it was so disgustingly, like, incoherent to what the market is receptive to right now. And they just throw this 15-question, like, application at you. I just, I can't believe that, like, whoever's idea that was was terrible. And you can literally pay to get, like, your application read quicker. Which Wait, I don't can, know. You can pay? You can. Pay. I'm not kidding. You can pay. Like if you pay in their native token. How much you're talking? How much spit you, we gotta pay? Yeah, exactly. You pay in spit, which is I think it's ridiculous, especially on top of the fact that they make you already tweet about it, answer 15 questions, they ask you how much you want to pay, and every time you have to go, you want to go check your application, they make you switch to the Matic network and sign three transactions. It is bonkers how like terribly this was set up. But when it has the hype, it has the hype. Like, what are you gonna do? So that that <sighs> I know. Dude, I hate supporting this, but like, I'm not gonna. If it's gonna make me money, I'm not gonna turn it down. Facts. Sad reality that we live in. It's uh, it's one of those things. Money. Did you just get a text message? No. That wasn't you. Nope. Hmm. Well. Okay then. We'll take that. But hey, that's gonna do it for this episode. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Shout out all the speakers for rocking with us as always. We're back again at 8 a.m. tomorrow. Shout out the title sponsor of all the content, Hello Moon. That I O. If you want an edge on the Solana market, go use it. You're slacking if you're not. But uh, we'll catch you at 8 a.m. tomorrow. Hope you have a delightful night. If you're on the East Coast, enjoy your dinner. If you're on the West Coast, enjoy a late lunch. See you tomorrow.